Hello, you are welcome. You're welcome. Welcome to Jalen Podcast, and I'm your host here at Jalen Podcast. My name is Ijoma Lillian, and of course, every Tuesday here at Jalen Podcast, we talk about relationship, we talk about marriage, and every Friday, we talk about money and our financial education. I'm your host right here, and I'm so glad and excited to have you here. And I know you're going to be having a nice time with me. Today, let us move into what we have. See you right here on the other side. All right, so you are welcome back. And we move immediately like we kick off. Now, before I start... If you're a man and you just clicked on this and you're listening, please do yourself the best favor ever to listen to the end. Because why? At the end of this few minutes, some things are going to be clearer to you. It's a promise I want to make you. Your love life, your marriage, your relationship cannot remain the same anymore. Because there is going to be a new concept to your understanding of love when it comes to handling a woman. Of course, we are diving right into the scripture. Like I will always say, the scripture is our life's manual. On whatever you want to talk about, it is our manual for life. So today we are addressing the opposite episode of what we did last week. Last week we talked about my husband, my Lord. Where we read the book of Ephesians 5.22 down and we discussed the role of a woman when it comes to submission. We looked at certain integrities when it concerns the submission of a wife to a husband. And today, of course, we're going to complete the other side of the coin by looking at this topic, my wife, my love. So today we are addressing the men in particular. And guess what? Like we did last week, we read two scriptures. This week, again, on this episode, we're going to be reading two scriptures again. And the first we're going to be handling today is Ephesians 5, 25 to 27. Guess what? When I was doing my research about this, and I opened the message version of the Bible, and I saw these things, guess what? I lost words. And you know what I said? I said, God I've said it all. He said it all. There was nothing more I could say. So can we just dive in into this? Ephesians 5, 25 to 28, reading from the message version of the Bible. Please, can you listen well? It says, husbands, go all out in your love for your wives. I'm going to be taking it very slowly because like I said, I don't even have much thing to say. The Bible said it all. Go all out in your love for your wife. You know what that means? Go all out. My goodness. He said exactly as Christ did for the church. 
Exactly as Christ did for the church. A love marked by giving, not getting. Abba. A love marked by giving, not getting. That was exactly the kind of love Christ showed to the church. And that is the same replication of what God, of what the scripture is asking every man to do to a woman. In other words, you should look at Christ's attitude, love, actions, and reactions to the church. That should be an adumbration. You should adumbrate that kind of love to your wife or your woman. So right now, we're going to be looking at what is the kind of love that Christ showed to the church, which is also the kind of love that God has enjoined every husband to show to a wife. Number one, like we've said, a love that is marked by giving, not getting. You know, uh, when I look, of course, now there is a place for mutuality when it comes to giving now whether a man or a woman once there is love once there is love something must leave you see any love that leaves you in the same way you met it it's not love yet something must leave you something must leave you young man young woman your time your money your energy, your emotions. Emotion is just a, is, in fact, it's it's less, probably I shouldn't even add emotions. Your money, your resources, your time, your energy. Something must leave you. So it is marked by giving. If you if you tell me you are in love and nothing left you to approve that love, then you're not in love or you've not learned to love. So that is it. How did Christ love the church? It's going to blow your mind. Christ, the Bible, now I'm reading now. I'm reading verbatim. Christ, Christ's love makes the church whole. Probably you missed it. Let me go back. Exactly as Christ did for the church. A love marked by giving, not getting. Christ's love makes the church whole. Did you hear that? Christ's love makes the church whole. What is it trying to say? Now, this scripture is describing the, the nitty-gritty, the dynamics of Christ's love for the church. And that is what a replication of a man's love for the wife and number two he said Christ's love makes the church whole so guess what man you love that woman and she's not whole in your love for her then you're missing it so many men come into a man's a woman's life her wholeness disappears her purity disappears her humanity disappears her wholeness she becomes a shadow of herself. If that is the result of your love, then you have missed love. 
See what Christ loved it for the church? He made the church whole. So guess what, man? That's your love for that woman. Whether you're planning to get married or you're married, she'll make that woman whole. Number three, his words evoke her beauty. Oh my goodness. His love evoke her beauty. Ah, there are some women in their singlehood, they look so beautiful. You see them, they look attractive and fresh. But after two years of marriage, you will not recognize them. Just look at what the scripture said. It said his words evokes her beauty. Man, you are in the life of that woman for the next, for about a year, two years, three years, ten years. And she's not becoming more beautiful than the way you met her. Something is wrong. You don't know how to love. You haven't loved well. Oh my goodness. See, I'm not the one saying this then. This is the script. This is God talking. So your love, man should evoke that woman's beauty if she's less beautiful than the day you met her oh my god you missed it that's number three number four everything he does and says is designed to bring out the best out of her guess what i'm reading the scriptures <laughs> everything he does and says is designed to bring the best out of her. Did you hear that? Oh my goodness. Everything he does or says is designed to bring the best out of her. How better has that woman been since you came into her life? It's a question that she would need to answer. Man, you've spent one year with this woman. What's, what has gotten better about her life? Exactly what is getting better about her life? From the things you do and the things you say to her every day. This is the scripture, man. Guess what? Number five. So, everything he does and says is designed to bring other best out of her. Dressing her in dazzling white silk. Radiant with holiness. Dressing her in dazzling white, radiant with holiness. Guess what? You entered into the life of that lady. She became radiant with sin. Immorality. That's not love. You missed it. Man, you missed it. You haven't married this lady. You came into her life. Instead of becoming radiant in holiness, she became radiant in being wild as a lady. Radiant in sin. Oh my God. You have not loved well. You missed it. You've got to check back from where you missed it and get a U-turn. It's time to love right, man. It's time that you love right. Guess what? I'm still reading. Dressing her in dazzling white silk, radiant with holiness. 
and that is how husbands ought to love their wives I'm going to read the last of that scripture it said they are really doing themselves a favor since they are already one in marriage so guess what man you're doing all of these things and probably you take your shoulders high man since i came into her life this one okay fine you you scored 100 you're doing it well guess what now <laughs> he said if you're doing all these things you are not getting you're not doing it for her you are doing yourself a favor oh god i love the scriptures you are so doing yourself a favor so don't go brag and carry your shoulders high i'm doing this lady a favor since i came into her life her life is changed now that is beautiful that's exactly what we're talking about but well guess what god said you're doing yourself a favor because you're worn in marriage with her my goodness so that's how far it has gotten and so we're going to continue we're going to continue to read the next passage and the next scriptures and that is going to take us to the gospel to the epistle of 1 Corinthians 13:4 to 7 like i said today i'm not going to do the talking the scripture is going to do all of the talking and guess what i want to read out to you what exactly is love when he said love as christ loved the church so let's now list out every attribute as towards love now I'll, I'll, i'm going to be sharp and fast about it so we don't end up having a long recording and then number one of it says love never gives up love never gives up love cares more for others than for self can you imagine love doesn't want what it doesn't have Oh that one blew my mind. Love doesn't want what it doesn't have. You are married man. You saw a tall fair elegant young lady. And then you came back home and began to compare her with your happily married wife. So exactly what you expect from that Oh you saw the way a man is dressed. A woman outside or probably your your secretary or whoever you met outside. You then come back home to use whatever you saw outside that you don't have to harass what you have at home. Oh my god. Love doesn't want what it doesn't have. See man the least you can do is help her become or look like what you want if it is the dressing if it is the color if it is whatever you saw outside if it is the attitude and you don't have it at home you can come back and humbly do it honey this is what i saw okay you probably might not even say this is what i saw just communicate with her tell her you would appreciate this every reasonable woman will make it a point of duty to make sure that you have that 
You don't need to come back home and start harassing this woman because of whatever you saw outside that you don't have. You married her, really. At first, you did. You didn't see those things and you married her. So what, why is it an issue right now? I'm still going forward. Love doesn't have a swelled head. Hmm. It doesn't have a swelled head. Proud. It's not pompous. It's not proud of itself. It's not boastful. It doesn't force itself on others. I saw this one and I shouted. Are you serious? Love does not force itself on others. Men get sense. When I see some men in my own life experientially, you see a woman, you tell her, babe, I love you. I want us to I want us to go out. I want to do this. I want to do this for you. And she said, no, I don't want. Can't you go and rest? Pack your things and rest one side. Some men don't, I don't know. They just want to play this. I must get it. I don't give up. Ah, uh -huh. really? It doesn't force itself in others. If she doesn't love you, pack your things. Someone else will do. So the next one is, isn't always me first. Love isn't always me first. It doesn't think about itself first. It's always the next person first. I'm going to be fast so we don't have a, a long recording. Doesn't fly off the handle. Doesn't keep score of the sins of others. In this case, women are, women are at fault. But we are still talking about men. It doesn't keep record. Women are at fault. In this situation right now. So takes pleasure in the flowering of truth. This one blew. The next one you're going to hear. He said, love puts up with everything. Ah! Love puts up with anything. Anything. It puts up with it. It puts up with anything. That is love. If you love that wife, you will not even dream about divorce. You love that man, divorce will not cross your head. Because love puts up with anything. The next one says, trust God always. Trust God always. When that man is going hellwire, your love keeps on trusting God. And guess what? Those that trust in God, they never own any time. They've never been put to shame. So love, trust God always. Always looks for the best. And the last, the last but not the least, love never looks back but keeps going to the end. I'll say that again. Love never looks back keeps going to the end. This is, is especially for married couples. Whatever it is that is happening, love does not look back. It looks towards the end. Whatever the case may be, it never looks back. If you read down, you will, you will read that love never dies. So you see all these divorce cases, they never, they, they were never, they, they, they didn't understand true love. 
it never dies. It doesn't die. There, there will be no end of story when it's about love. The, the God kind of love. So that's what we're going to be wrapping up this episode. My wife, my love. I hope you've been able to grab something from this episode. And I know that this is going to be a healing balm to so many relationships and marriage. And I trust that God is going to be helping us to move over to the permanent side of our relationships, of our marriages, and of course, every good thing we have ever desired in the lives of our partners and spouses. Thank you so much for putting up with me to this point. Okay, you know, love puts up with anything. He said, love never looks back. Yeah, you didn't look back all through. That means you love me and guess what? I love you too. (laughs) All right, all right, all right. Thank you so much. I'm going to see you right here again on Friday. Bye-bye. See you again.